What's up, guys? Welcome back to another Live Loud Life podcast. Uh, my name is Dr. Antonio. I am uh, one of your hosts, uh, the co-host of the show. We'll be on here at some point. Uh, we're just trying to coordinate schedules um, most of the time during the day. There's, I should say this, there's very rarely time on any day where we're not together without the kids to some capacity or one of us isn't treating or with patients or doing something like that. And so the times that we are, it's late at night and we're doing some other stuff and <laughs> the motivation for doing a, a co-episode goes down a little bit uh, as we try to decompress from the day. Um uh, but we're, for those of you who are near, new and have not listened to us, welcome. Uh, for those of you who have been listening to us, uh, thanks for coming back. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for subscribing. Thank you for um, your reviews, for your comments, for your questions. We love hearing those. Please please keep those coming. Sorry if you're watching this. I'm shaking the desk a little bit. Uh, I was going to say something else, and I apologize. Oh, keeping updates. Uh, we are moving, moving. Um, Actually, I don't know when this is gonna when this airs. When this airs, we will have um, officially closed on our property, which is great. And I'm saying that because we have not officially closed, but I know when this is supposed to be coming out and we sh should be closed, which we're excited about. Which means that we can start um, building and doing all the other stuff. Although now I'm learning the process of um, permit application and things like that, which are a lot slower, unfortunately, than I had originally hoped. And I thought we were planning ahead for that, but uh, it's going to be. It's going to put us back just slightly, but that's all good because we're we're moving forward with that, which is great. So um, uh, rebranding is going well. We're getting uh, everything kind of lined up and logos and colors, which is great, and all the uh, all the all the great stuff with uh, redefining mission, vision, statements, which we're going to continue to to share. And on our website, new website is going to be coming soon. www.liveloudlife dot com. Um, if you're, hopefully you're subscribing directly to the podcast, you're getting this, but if you want other correspondence and, uh, communications with us, sign up for our newsletter. It's right on that landing page there. Uh, we provide other content, PDF, eBooks, um, other just great resources outside of just your audio listening experience. Um, today, today wanted, I was prompted by a question, um, uh, and is what's super interesting is, and we all have our biases, right? So, <clears throat> a lot of, and and I try to diversify, so I'm not just biased towards listening and 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 learning from the exact same people, trying to get a a wide range of just um, ideas and information out there. But I'm a I'm a big fan of Tim Ferriss, and a lot of people are obviously he's got a quite tremendous following. And what I find super fascinating about Tim is just his his thinking process, right? And he describes it as deconstruction, deconstructing the lives of these high achievers to really just determine how they do things. But when you read his material, when you read his books or his uh, listen to his podcasts or his newsletters or his blogs, you just get a really interesting perspective into his life and his mind and how he thinks. And it's, and it's quite fascinating. And what's great is just like anything within our mind, we can learn things and we can train ourselves. But a lot of it comes down to asking 
asking the right questions. And that is something I I am getting better at, um, is just trying to take that time and reflect and ask different questions about whether that be my personal life, whether that be the business, whether that be my health. And this particular question that we're going to throw out today has implications, implications has uh, direct correlation to it's, it's it's open-ended. It can be any of those things, business, life, or or health. And I want you to take that consideration because not everyone who lists, is listening might have a, uh, a specific health issue or a specific ailment or something that's painful that's bothering them, but yet is maybe struggling and having some friction and adversity in another aspect of your life. And for, for me right now, body-wise, I feel healthy. But with all the stuff that we have going on and all the thing and all the goals that we want and how to approach those from a business perspective, that's where I'm feeling a lot of a lot of the a lot of the friction in my in, in my life um, right now. And 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 when I read this question, it kind of it kind of just hit me hard. And so I wanted to share it with you guys to just get your perspective, get your get to see what your some of your answers might be and whatever um, whatever avenue or region of your life. Cool. So the question is, <clears throat> what what are the worst things that could happen? What is the worst that could happen? Another way to say it, right? And a lot of this comes from, and, and you you hear this a lot, at least in our realm, it's just like um, uh, instead of goal setting, you can almost go like fear fear goal setting, like what understanding what's the worst that can happen. But when you when you when you reframe the understanding of what's the worst that can happen, it puts a lot of stuff into perspective and it creates context and it creates awareness. And this not only resonated with myself based on what I just shared of business growth and and what we're going through with rebranding and the business and the building and, 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 and all that stuff. But then it really hit me because I had a patient, I just had a patient last week, and, and again, you're going to hear this theme, it was low back, but the same was for a conversation around a shoulder, and the same was around a conversation with a foot injury that recently happened. And, and then I started to reflect, and one of the themes that we constantly communicate to our patients is this is this idea of, of, of pushing a little bit harder, of trying to load the body, trying to load the system to, again, create context and awareness around the particular, the particular injury or ailment, right? If you don't test or stress the body, you're not going to know what that limit or threshold is. Now, we're not saying we're constantly doing them. We're constantly pushing them over the edge. But so many people, when it comes down to injuries, is it so fear-driven, and rightfully so, when 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 things hurt, you don't want to make it hurt more. But we got to be, we, that's where, you know, being smart and being creative comes into play. But what happens is they just get so fearful that they don't want to do anything. And this is where a lot of these chronic conditions come in, where Basically, we'll kind of use like a, a scale or a, let's use an elevator, right? Ground zero, I'm feeling good. Uh, ground zero, I'm feeling good. So it's like a pain elevator, right? Ground zero, we're feeling good. And then something happens and that, and that scale pops up. And and so you're in you're in a decent amount of pain, whatever that might be, and and so you basically just wait for things to fizzle out. You don't do anything, and then you just hope, hopefully let it slowly drop down. Whether that be uh, taking medications or just resting or whatever that is, 
and then it's back down, but then you just do the same, you just repeat the same patterns or behaviors that you're doing, and then it jumps back up. And and that might be over the course of days, months, weeks, maybe even years, but you just see this yo-yoing progression of it doesn't hurt, it hurts, it doesn't hurt, it hurts. And and the patient that we're referring to is she's like, I go through this pattern, I'm good for about two days, and then on the third or fourth day, my back locks up again, and then I just I, I pop some pain medication, some muscle relaxants, and I chill, and then it gets a little better, and then I, and then I, it's, so you just see this back and forth, and again having this conversation about. Uh, actually deadlifting and squatting when you're having low back pain and stressing the system, she you could just see the fear in her eyes and putting the putting the perspective in context and frame of reference into her head, it, we basically started like, listen, what's the worst that could happen? Realistically, for the majority of the injuries out there, and we do screen for these red and yellow flags to determine how hard we can push this, but what's the worst that can happen? And when you ask that question, a lot of people are like, well, I don't want surgery. Great. I don't want you to have surgery either. But if you understand this, what's the worst that could happen? If if I'm guiding you through some movements and some exercise and your pain does get worse, does that mean you're going to go get surgery? Probably not. The, major, the majority of these musculoskeletal conditions that we're going through, what's the worst that could happen? Realistically, your pain is just going to hurt a little bit. Your your pain is going to get a little worse. You're you're maybe going to have a you know a rough day at work, or it's you know it's it's not. It might not be fun. I'm not saying that it's going to be all all daisies and roses over here. But what's the worst that could happen? Realistically, as we start to as we start to push yourself a little bit more, we're not going to go down that worst case scenario. But most people want. But but most people want to avoid that at all costs, which is which is great. But if you have that frame of reference and perspective, and we can then align that course of care or provide you the exercises that would allow you to get better and still avoid that worst case scenario, you put everything into perspective, which is great. But then the, what's also interesting is the opposite is true. A lot of people are like, well, what if I don't do this? What's the worst that could happen? I mean, we're playing a lot of what ifs, right? What if we just assume rather than always that things will get worse and bad, how about we look at this as how can we optimize? How can we strengthen? How can we make the body, the system more robust? How can we work on these low-hanging fruits such as simple mobility exercises or stretching or sleeping better or breathing better or walking more and taking micro breaks and collectively all those add up like compound interests to make a really healthy system and body? But yet we just go to these polar opposites of constantly like, this is the best case scenario, this is the worst case scenario. But it's, but I think it's okay to ask that question and that's why we brought it up. Now, outside of maybe your body, maybe it's a relationship, right? Where you're, you're afraid to talk to someone about something. What's the worst that could happen? You could lose that relationship. Yeah, that would suck. So then you have to think about and outweigh what is the friction that you're dealing with? Can it be handled in a way that would not ruin the relationship? Can it be handled in a way that maybe, I'm not saying you're overreacting, but is it worth having the conversation and ruin the relationship? How close is that friend or family member? And it's it's tough to write off uh, individuals that are uh, that you're not cohesive with or that are adding more stress or anxiety into your life. So that that one is definitely a tougher one. And, and maybe a business scenario, right? Uh, should I start this business? Should I venture into this? Should I do into that? There's a lot of different factors to consider in that avenue and area, but you know, 
realistically, what's the worst that can happen? For most, for most people in businesses, what's the worst that can happen is probably you go bankrupt, right? And we live in, if, if, if you are in the States or, and again, the majority of people, or if you're even accessing this, um, this content, even if you're worldwide, you probably are living in an area where that even if you went bankrupt, you'll be okay. Right. And, and, and that, and that's, that's kind of powerful because that allows you to, to get creative and to be a little bit more, uh, intentional and, uh, you know, maybe aggressive is not the right word, but, um, uh, motivated to push harder and do more and knowing that the downside is, is, is probably okay. But coming back to what we mostly talk about your health, your wealth, or sorry, your health, your fitness, your body, um, there's the downside of the worst that can happen. And when you start thinking about it is probably not that bad. And again, that's powerful because that gives you the option to do more, to push forward a little bit more, to try things and to not be so fearful about things getting worse. So if you know what that edge is, that's, that, that can be very helpful. But, but part of that too comes with having support, Right. I say that from an I, I say this from an avenue uh, or a perspective uh, of a clinician. So you know my knowledge and understanding of the body might be a little bit more different from yours. So it's it's a little bit easier said than done when I'm talking about this. But even from your perspective, that's why there are resources um, such as chiropractors, physical therapists, massage therapists, personal trainers, whoever is on your support system. But that support system, you need to understand, needs to be supportive of the goals and the ambitions that you have and understanding what your fears actually are. The majority of people don't actually ask, what are your big fears? What are your big concerns? What is that worst case scenario that can happen? If I ask that question and I know that, I can help guide and steer you so that you don't feel like you're constantly being pushed down that that path. And the majority of people don't know that. The majority of people are instilling, sorry, I should say the majority of clinicians as a kind of whole or practitioners that are helping, many are still using the fear-based model because the fear-based model keeps you afraid and keeps you coming back to them as the, as the, uh, as, as the hero, as the person that can save. Our role is to create you into that person so that you have the better understanding. And we're simply there to help bounce questions, ideas off, maybe provide resources or guidance. But ultimately, it comes down from you having the understanding and the, and the ability to grasp that perspective of what that worst case scenario might be so that you can continue moving away from it. And then that gains more and more confidence. And as we say, that's going to help you snowball in, uh, in, into, a, into a direction and keep just turning and turning and going into that forward momentum that we're hoping that you'll get. So ponder this, question this, sit on this. Um, if you're, if you're dealing with something, again, this is, I, we find it to be super useful and beneficial in our office when we're having conversations with our patients. Um, so um, bring that up to your your clinicians or your providers if you're dealing with something so that you can kind of like frame that reference for them and challenge them to help you uh, more and help 
challenge them to help you challenge you, right? Um, and if you don't have that, reach out to us. We'd love to be we'd love to be of service and and and, and a benefit if you're struggling with that and you don't feel like you have that supportive resource. Um, we would love to hear some of your comments and comments and feedback as to what some of these uh, situations you're dealing with. And it doesn't have to be health based. Again, it could be maybe business, maybe it'd be relationship. Shoot us a comment on what's what are you struggling with in those those fear based of worst case scenarios. Uh, we love to at least have some conversations around it. So appreciate this guys. Thanks for listening. Um, if we want any other additional content, please reach out to us. We're trying, we're constantly gathering those comments and, and, and building together our, our shows and our resources so they can be most applicable to you. Once again, please share, please subscribe, please write a comment. We love hearing from those and it helps you get this information and it helps this information get to more and more people as well. Till next time guys, live loud.